Welcome to Crystal Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. Now on with the show. Hey, it's Jim. Hey, it's George. Welcome to another edition of Crispy Coated Robots Listens to. Mm-hmm. And what are we listening to today, Jimbo? The Traveling Wilburys Volume 1, a super group. Right. Yes, yes. And this is their debut album from mm-hmm. 1988. Okay. And uh, George Harrison, uh, one of the lead members there, he had been a solo artist for many years, wanted to start a, a, a band. He had been in a a previous band yes. uh, years before the name escapes me uh <laughs> those bottles as john whitlenon would say and get back <laughs> uh but uh he was in la he needed a b-side uh for a single from his cloud nine album a, a song called this is love uh and so in europe they wanted an extra single so uh he was talking with jeff lynn uh of elo electric light orchestra who produced who, cloud nine. Yeah. who who co-produced cloud nine and um he was actually working on roy orbison's album at the time jeff lynn was working on orbison's album and uh orbison said hey you know if, if y'all do something can i watch I'd, I'd like to to be a part of that but then george harrison remembered that bob dylan had a studio in his garage um so he was just going to do that. He, he called him and of course said, yeah. And then the way Tom Petty came along, <laughs> I mean, I know this, it doesn't sound real, but George had to pick up his guitar from Tom Petty's home. And so while George and Lynn started working on the song, um, thought, gosh, we, we've got Roy Orbison here. We, you know, this is silly. Let's ask him to, to sing on it. Uh, and, um, they, they wrote some music, but they didn't have uh, any words yet. And in Dylan's garage, and this is all true. Well, you've got something real quick, George. When he went, when he had to get the guitars from Tom Petty, he asked Tom Petty to come out come to the session, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that, uh, yeah, so yeah. That, that's how Petty got in there. But yeah. George Harrison saw a box in Tom Petty's garage that uh, actually was labeled handle with care. <laughs> so they formed the lyrics around that. It, it could have been uh, flammable you know, flammable material and would have a totally different song fragile. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, which is a yes album, but, um, George Harrison, uh, knew after it was done, it was too good just to, to give uh, Europe that, that 12 inch record. So he decided to get to everybody together and record a whole album together. So, uh, that's what we're going to listen to. The first song is the first single handle with care. And uh, probably, I guess their their most successful uh, single, but uh, yes, I, Jeff Lynne I, does it um, now at the ELO tour. He he'll put this song in there. Uh, because, I yeah, I yeah. saw Lynn uh, with ELO in 2018. Played a flawless show, but you're right. One of the more touching moments, he played this song as tribute to Orbison, uh, Harrison, and and Petty. Tom Petty had died uh, the year before. And yeah, showed footage of them in the studio and having fun and, and everything. Uh, but uh, yeah, and Lynn, 
he plays electric guitar, bass guitar, and drums on this track. So. Yeah, and then Orbison is his hero. So when you hear Lynn singing, I mean, I get it now after he- Orbison is his hero, hearing some of that ELO stuff back in the day, oh, yeah. the way he's singing it, you can really kind of tell it. But they- here's Handle with Care, the first track off Traveling Wilburys Volume 1, as we listen to that today with the Crispy Coated Robots. The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously, what did you expect? Now on with the show. There you go. Handle with care. The first uh, track from very nice. Very and that's nice. Uh, Dylan on harmonica, by the way. Oh, I know you're a harmonica uh, player. Yeah. I Bob love it Dylan too. It's there. that it's that what would you call it from our harmonica show we did back in the day? Is that campfire harmonica or is that just kind of like feel harmonica? Let's, the, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Dylan Harmonica. It's a it's Dylan another- Dylan Harmonica. It's it's his own brand. Uh, but we're going to talk about track number two, Dirty World. Now, Dylan leads the vocal on this, and only Bob Dylan can get away with a line like, let me drive your pickup truck and park it where the sun don't shine. Uh, <laughs> any other lyricist, you would think, what is going on? But with this, you know, he's just a magnificent lyricist. So uh, I still don't really care for that line personally, but I forgive <laughs> it because it's Bob Dylan. But uh, Dirty World, it's a dirty world, Jim. Dirty World, the second track from uh, Trevor Wilbury's Volume 1, as we listen to that today with the Crispy Coated Robots. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. We are back from the dirty world. Yes. Uh, Did you hear that line, Jim? Which one? He loves your trembling Wilbury. (laughs) I didn't catch that, but now now I need to go back and listen. Originally, they were going to call the group the Trembling Wilburys. Uh, but uh, so this super group, they just got together for about nine days to record the whole album that we're listening to today, Handle with Care. And they had to create a name for the band. And Harrison, he had always used this phrase when they were in the studio when something wasn't perfect in the recording, he would call it a Wilbury, meaning we'll bury it. When mix. it comes in the mix down <laughs> and it'll, people won't really hear it. And, uh, but originally uh, George called them the trembling Wilburys. And I think uh, maybe Jeff Lynn or Bob Dylan decided traveling. So that's the band's name, uh, which means the traveling accidents, which is exactly <laughs> what this band is. They were just not really setting out to be anything. And it just, Right place, right time for all these guys. And sadly, they wanted to go on tour, but it never happened. They were thinking about that whole tour where everybody does a solo set, and then they come together at the end, which would have been an amazing That would have been amazing, yes. But they could never make it happen, or they thought it was a joke even. They thought, hey, you know, we can't really do that. I'm like, and Tom Petty would be like, there's so much money involved, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been fantastic. I think part of that might have been sadly after the release of this album orbison passed away yes yes so i that might have been a factor in that but uh yeah let's uh talk about rattled this Mm -hmm. is a nice up-tempo uh 220 beat per minute song led by jeff lynn and something to me that wouldn't be too far off of what the beatles might have played during their cavern club days uh just this is this is one of my favorites on on this album 
Yeah, they called it, uh, I think uh, Harrison or someone described it as 90s skiffle, which was kind of like what the uh, yeah. the Beatles were doing, uh, you know, at the very beginning of their career. That whole Yeah, I, I'd never heard this played on radio. Um, so this uh, until I, I got the album, I had I wasn't familiar with this record. I mean, this cut on here, but uh, let's check it out. Rattled. rattled, rattled. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, Crispy Coda Robots, listen to Traveling Wilburys Volume 1, the multi-platinum album from 1988 with the supergroup. And if you're keeping score at home, this is our second supergroup album we've done uh, in the history of this show. The first one was Asia, if you're keeping score. <laughs> if you're keeping score. All right, so we're on now to another. I mean, this got some good radio airplay. It's called Last Night. Oh, yeah. Th- this is kind of a reggae-inspired riff sung by Tom Petty. Uh, to me, this this always it could be the spiritual cousin to Obladi Oblada uh, off the Beatles' White Album, but um, it just it's just got that happy little vibe, major chords. It's funny and, uh, you say happy little vibe because everything Petty's saying is happy. Then Roy Orbison comes in, he took out a knife, and he, uh, yeah. it, all, it all turns <laughs> all dark when Orbison comes in there. It's just like one of these kind of funny songs. It's like last night we were talking about last night, and then all of a sudden. Orbison comes in. Yeah, there's a knife fight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's give a listen to last night as we listen to Traveling Wilburys Volume 1. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, there's last night from the Traveling Wilburys Volume 1. Now to a pure Roy Orbison song, not anymore. This could have been on his greatest hits. Well, Jeff Lynn uh, of ELO. He actually wrote this song, Not Alone Anymore, as a vehicle for Roy Orbison's very operatic style. The guy had a uh, an incredible range where he could sing very low and very high. And we're going to hear all of it here uh, just in a moment with Not Alone Anymore. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. All right, so that ends side one with the Roy Orbison, not alone anymore, pure Roy Orbison there from the Traveling Wilburys. On now to one that Dylan sings, and this is one of those kind of uh, later Dylan songs, I think, that congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> it sounds like anybody could have sang on the song with him, you know? Yeah, it, and it has traces to me of uh, knocking on heaven's door. I mean, I can tell it's by the same songwriter. Um, it, it's got that kind of call and respond bit. Uh, but uh, I, I like a, it's a nice change of pace as we flip the album over. Uh, and congratulations. You know the drill by now. Pause here. Listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, that's congratulations from the Traveling Wilburys Volume 1 as the Crispy Coda Robots. We listened to that album today, multi-platinum album. Of course, it is kind of an accident album, as George mentioned at the beginning. It was supposed to be a group put together for a B-side, and they said, this is so good, we got to keep on rolling. And yeah. There was even talks of a tour at one time with everybody doing their thing, uh, but we never saw that. But they did yeah. do a second album, which was Tra- volume- Traveling Wilburys Never Traveled. They never travel, but they did a second album called volume three because Harrison wanted to kind of keep up this kind of myth mythology that basically there was some sort of bootleg album out there that no one knew about. Yeah. And they all, uh, they, they named themselves. They were supposed to supposedly brothers, right? They they all changed their names to Wilbury and George Nelson. Jeff Lynn was Otis. 
Yeah. Uh, Tom Petty was Charlie <laughs> T. Wilbury Jr. Uh, Lefty was Roy Orbison, and Lucky was Bob Dylan. And they changed their name for the second album, too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I always thought that was kind of a Sergeant Pepperish thing to pretend you're a band you know with these personas and and everything uh it's kind of funny the extra musicians were called uh sideberries so they had jim jim keltner the great drummers is oh yeah it was a sideberry one of the sideberries yeah the the (laughs) second volume two they actually have mr pink mr white mr brown oh wait no that's reservoir dog sorry yeah Yeah, so uh uh so we're up now to heading for the light yeah george harrison with jeff lynn yeah, and and many consider this uh, George Harrison's confidence returning during his successful return to, to music making as a solo artist, and then again as the de facto leader of this traveling Wilburys thing, heading for the light. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. All right, we're back from Heading for the Light. It is the Traveling Wilburys today with the Crispy Coated Robots, Volume 1, their first album. And on now to Margarita. Yeah, now this this is just going to get a little weird. The synth intro on this, it might make you think that we've changed records on you. But after a few moments, it'll it'll come back into familiar uh, Wilbury territory. But the first time I heard this, I'm like, what in the world? What happened here? Not that it's bad but it is so uncharacteristic of anything else on, on this record. All right. So here it is. Margarita. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right. That was Margarita from the Trevor Wilburys volume one on now to tweeter and the monkey man, which, uh, you know, Bob Dylan, I guess it's kind of weird because it's kind of an homage to Bruce Springsteen because they mentioned so many kind of Bruce Springsteen. Oh stuff. yeah. And yeah. Dil- you know, cause we know Bruce Springsteen was hailed as the next Dylan early in his career. Yeah. So many kind of uh, crazy locations in this song. Oh uh, yeah. It's yeah. set in New Jersey. He mentions a raw prison talks about a stolen car mansion on the Hill, uh, state trooper. The, uh, there's a moment where he talks about a factory, the river, um, thunder road, um, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I, and I will say, this is my favorite Dylan contribution on the album. Uh, he, he slips into his kind of narrative storytelling mode, like a tangled up in blue or the, or the hurricane. Yeah. Uh, but, but the song is about two drug dealers, tweeter and the monkey man, <laughs> uh, and an undercover cop and the cop's sister, Jan, who is a longtime uh, love interest of monkey man of the monkey man and tweeter is a, a trans woman uh as revealed in the lyrics there's a line that says tweeter was a boy scout before she went to vietnam and then uh later on it says i knew him long before he ever became a jersey girl so um lots of interesting storyteller it's storytelling rather on this this song and like i said or like you said jim a lot of uh dylan reference uh sorry bruce springsteen references in the song so yeah let's have kind of fun re- kind of reverse tribute here so here's tweet it in the monkey man from yeah. uh, traveling Wilburys volume one it's time once again to pause in order to check out the music here's jim and george once again and that's oh, the story folks of the Tweeter walls the came monkey down and all the, the way wall. to hell <laughs> 
All right. It is the uh, Crispy Coder Robots listening to Traveling Wilburys Volume 1 today. The Super Group with Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, and Roy Orbison. We are now to the final track, which is, I think is my favorite song on the album. Great way to end it. Yeah. Uh, if I could only offer one song to represent what they did on these two albums, uh, this would I, I think this encapsulates the spirit and the joy from this group. This actually uh, end of the line is the second single from this album. The only other single from this album. And uh, everybody gets um, uh, shares the lead vocal, except Dylan. Uh, I guess he was worn out from that monkey man stuff, Yeah, which is weird. But, yeah. Yeah. But Harrison is going to sing the first chorus. Jeff Lynn's going to sing chorus two back to Harrison for the fourth chorus. Lynn, uh, Tom Petty sings uh, on the verses. Uh, Orbison sings, uh, I guess, the third chorus. Uh, so they really trade off, and and you know it it really works. I get excited when I hear each of them. Their vocal styles are so so different. And Jeff Lynn's uh, production really kind of shines on this. One good thing about the video too is they made the video after Roy Orbison passed. Yeah, so they, they show, show a picture. Yeah. When they show Lefty, they'll show his guitar. They'll show what you know, just a blank seat or whatever. And yeah, tribute to Roy Orbison. Sadly, you know, because he would have been great in this video. Yeah, he he died. Uh, I want to say two months after the release of of this, um, and obviously the group continued it as, as a four piece uh, for the second album which was called the third album there's but, talks uh, of, there was talks of adding somebody but they said nah we're just gonna you know no i'm uh, glad they didn't i'm yeah. glad they didn't and and how would you hate to be the person they added yes being yes. compared to a magnificent singer and songwriter roy orbison yeah so yeah no thank you all right so let's but, uh, let's check it out yeah end of the line is the end song of traveling Wilburys volume one here it is with the crispy coated robots this should be the last time that you have to pause this, I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. Ah, such a delight. The end of the line, which I love yes. that little guitar intro thing. It's it's easy to play on guitar, and it's fun. It always sounds good. And yeah, you know, that's Harrison there, I think, just kind of doing his thing. So this album was nominated for Grammy um, Album of the Year, okay, uh, back in 89 and one best uh, rock performance by a duo or group. Uh, Jim, you said it was certified uh, platinum three times, triple three platinum. Times. Yes. Yes. Uh, and of course it, it revived the careers of Tom Petty uh, and uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, they had been doing stuff. It, it wasn't like they had stopped, but it kind of uh, exposed them to a new audience and got people uh, gathered around them. But uh, fun album. Uh very exciting you know it's and uh you know the, the whole jeff lynn uh kind of uh, little era there of producing songs he did tom petty's full moon fever and right you know uh, roy Orbison's co comeback album mystery girl which was kind of released after his death which you know had the uh anything you want you got it on there which was yeah. a hit for him after he passed away so i mean he had song. this kind of whole this whole community of of uh, artists together which is really kind of cool and uh it's weird. They recorded this thing at Dave Stewart's home in Los Angeles too. some of the basic yeah, from, from the Eurythmics. Yeah. Right. So just shows uh, you that the, the musical community is intertwined, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I love the fact that it, it was these guys doing it. It wasn't the record company. Cause that's record companies are notorious for, well, how can we make more money and do this? There's a purity to this album 
because yes, they're writing hits because that's what these gentlemen do, but it's, it is not just for the sake of the almighty dollar. Uh, it's a, a very refreshing album to me. Yes. A lot of fun. So thanks for joining us today for the traveling Wilburys volume one, uh, with the crispy coated robots, there's more uh, great albums to come. If you go to crispycoatedrobots.com, you'll keep up with all of our information, our podcast, and much, much more. George, I believe you have the final word. Yes, sir. So to all of our listeners out there, new listeners and listeners that have been with us from the beginning, we'd like to just remind you to be well, be kind, and find a way to invest yourself into other people every single day. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2022 is all rights reserved. Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.